Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com. Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot wineandweed at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But without further ado, enjoy this shit. Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled badass, professional, woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. just turning the volumes up i'm adjusting my audios to I'll turn that all the way up what up what's going up you steaming something just made some pasta well you don't have to yell pasta okay we hear you okay what it's kind of pasta? not about the pasta repel it's not about the pasta what kind of pasta? I made some tortellini last night. Well, it's pretty good. You know, Ty said that he realized, he re- like, he always sort of knew that his family was a bit different, but he really, really, he really knew he was poor when he would go to white people's houses and they would have pasta with stuff inside of it. No, dog. This white, tortellini. This, this white person's house... Wouldn't have found nothing like that. <laughs> no. Just so you know, bro, like this white person's probably just as poor as you. If pr- pretty similar. <laughs> I I was talking to my sister tonight about one of my afternoon snacks as a kid is I'd take a slice of bologna and put frosted flakes on it, and then like have like a frosted flakes bologna taco. Yeah. I know, but I'm fucking hungry, and we don't have anything to eat. I'm like, <laughs> I've got bologna and frosted flakes. What are we going to make? Well, I think we're going to make a little taco, Jim. It's going to taste like shit, but you know what? You're not going to throw up. That means it's good. And that means you're going to have another, because it's going to fill you up, give you some energy to go take a stick out into the weeds and pretend you're a superhero. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle with your sword. Anyway. Never happened in my home. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. No, you know, uh, when I was younger, we, I wasn't always, my parents did build from nothing, and I remember having, and um, we used to have, like, a lot of fish fingers, like, fish fingers were the go-to. Fish sticks, yeah. Fish fingers, that's what you guys call them? 
That's kind of creepy. Fish finger? Yeah, a fish finger. One, fish don't have fingers. Two, why are you trying to, like, put fingers on fish because it looks like it? Like, why are you trying to make fish sticks creepy? Like... Fish sticks is already creepy. South Park taught us that. Fish stick is just what it is. It's a stick-looking thing made out of fish. It's a fish stick. Huh. A fish oh, finger I'm is like, it. I've got to eat something creepy. It's a fish finger. Have a fish finger. But the thing that uh, Kanye mean from South Park is that, is it fish sticks? like, Or is it fish dicks that he is talking about? No, oh, it's fish sticks. I've never ate a fish dick in my life. Well... <laughs> Fish sticks. That's just... Uh, people that don't know how to enunciate. I've got a stuffy nose, so I feel like my enunciation is a bit impaired. Can you tell, now that I mention it? What? Sorry, I had this door open in my house, so I wasn't hearing what you said, and then I came back to when you said everybody else everybody else thank you for joining us i appreciate your <laughs> attendance so why don't you guys let me know if i sound stuffy or not because apparently my you best... sound a little bit stuffy well of course you're gonna say that because i already told you that i'm stuffy we've been on the phone for four minutes and 16 seconds and you didn't even you're like wow you kind of sound a little stuffed up how many people out there listening right now is like, I actually noticed that before you mentioned it. If you're the, if you're that, email Caitlin and call her a cunt. <laughs> well, you know what? We all know that I'm not the best listener. I think there's no way that anyone's listening to these podcasts and not working that out because I, I you know... I messaged you last week and said, I'm sorry I'm such a cunt. Because when I re-listen to it, it makes yeah, you think that? It. Really? I don't, I guess. What in our interactions on this podcast? Because also, like I mentioned before, I find it kind of interesting that you only get like a glimpse of the person or personality anyway in this instance so like if the people that only know us through this their perspective is more than slightly skewed which also like it kind of makes you understand the plight of a celebrity a little bit more because you could understand how like anybody that only knows us through this isn't this isn't a good representation of the person as a whole? I think we're right on the money. Oh, we do. You do? Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. I feel like this is like a, a shade, you know, like a one angle, but there's multiple, like you, multiple different angles. I guess that was my kind of. What is your? I guess that's we're viewing this entirely different. I guess. Well, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Just sorry I'm not a great listener. I guess that um, yeah, Mitch not. sounds a little stuffy, and that's about it, you know? I'm obviously the attentive one, the caring one. I'm the the caring one. I'm the heart. She's the brains. That's just how it works. 
It's just how it works. But I'm also pretty smart, though. Like, don't, like, don't be fooled. And she's also pretty caring as well, so. <laughs> What's up um, with the list, man? So, like. Let's get to the list. Why don't you talk to me about three identical strangers? Which, by the way, guys, we have, uh, we just text each other ideas to chat about when we come and record. And so. AKA it's the called list. The- and it's ongoing, and I mean, and not to say that before the list we didn't have ideas that we'd throw back and forth, or, you know, we, we're good friends, Mitch and I, and so we suggest things to each other. One of the things that I highly, highly suggest for probably weeks, which he promised me he would watch, was this thing called Three Identical Strangers, and I no didn't way. hear from her about it. I thought I definitely would because it was such a huge thing. And I, I even went into the storyline a little bit. He seemed very enthralled. And he, look, it might even be on a podcast episode. If anyone is OG listener, I think I talked about it on here, trying to convince you to watch. And we were going to come back and review it. So I gave away very little information. And then midweek, Mitchell messages me and says the list. Three identical strangers. <laughs> Have you seen this? It's insane. Oh my god. That did not so happen. So go ahead, Mitchell. <laughs> oh my god. That is... That's awesome. No way that's true. Not all of that's true. That There's some embellishment going on. Maybe. I'm never gonna go back and listen to anything that we record. So I'm never going to know the truth, but not like I said, well, when this gets like really, once Joe Rogan fizzles out, I mean, obviously we're going to, the cream's going to rise to the top. So there's going to be enough people later on that tell me like, you're supposed to be the attentive one. And the, like, I love the uh, 180 on that. Yeah. But I totally believe it. I totally believe it. And that's what I mean to where usually I kind of listen to stuff, but that's funny. It's crazy though. Um, I'm still kind of flabbergasted. (laughs) You brought it up. It was a long time. I wonder how long ago that was documentary um essentially this guy i i'll i'll we'll start it off go watch it first of all let's go watch it come back so this guy he arrives at college and people are walking up to him and being like mitch and he's like what my name's joseph or whatever it is yeah right oh like dude girls would he would say like nobody's this nice. Nobody is this nice to your first day at school. Like, people are high-fiving me, patting me on the back. Girls are kissing me on the lips. And I was like, yeah, something is definitely awry. Something is afoot. Something is afoot. So, keep Uh going. So... Sorry. He finds out that he has an identical twin, and then they somehow, then they were separated at birth, and then they find out that they were actually triplets. And they 
it's amazing they have all you know certain similarities that they have certain gestures they're very similar but they're also very different um and they start to sort of live this life as triplets and it starts to get dark when they realize that they were separated at birth for a reason and i'll let mitch take it from there he's the expert guys stop okay it's, it's not my fault my i'm i'm two years old Donna. you're fresh you are also always suggesting boring stuff that's true so and how many things <laughs> do i suggest you to do and you're like yeah i'm definitely not ever fucking doing that every suggestion exactly it's just I'm not trying to make it look bad. I'm just joking around. Tell us the story. Think so it's know. crazy. That kid goes to college, 19 years old, and like he's walking into his like because I remember walking into my first dorm for the first time, and it's like it's pretty, it's pretty intense. And to think that he's walking up and all these people are like, Eddie, 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 and he's like, my name's not fucking Eddie, dog. And then he's in his dorm, and this dude walks in, and he's like, were you adopted? Yeah? Is your birthday July 12th? And the guy's like, yeah? I'm like, how fucking weird would that be? Like, some dude just shows up in your room, and you're like, were you adopted? Is this your birthday? Yes, this is my birthday? Like, um... He's been like, what's happening? Which pill do I take? The red or the blue one? That was a Matrix reference. This is like 1980. So they call this, this dude was, this guy's identical brother went to the same college the year before and then decided not to come back and then he shows up to that college. So they call that dude, they fucking drive there, find out at 19 years old, like you have a fucking identical twin. This dude looks like you, he talks like you, he's got the same mannerisms, he smokes the same cigarettes, like, you two are, like, gaming on the same type of chicks. Then, you find out, there's not only two of you, there's fucking three of you. Like, it's crazy. And they all, like, live together, they go on the whole national TV circuit, they basically enter themselves into the circus. And I make a shit ton of money doing it, I suppose. I mean, like, those TV shows pay money to do that, right? Okay, all right, let's speed it up a little. They open a restaurant in New York. They're really living the high life. They're having fun, blah, 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 blah. We, this, then, the recap started it, it, they got, it got dark. I don't know why they recapping first Well, you miss a lot, like, because you got to tell the story. You got to, like, uh, try and understand People understand going to college for the first time. They understand the way they felt. So then you've got... It's all about... Real, this is why you're not... I, this is not snoozing. Wake up. Open your eyes. Sorry. Sorry. Eat your fucking pasta, lady. <laughs> it's not about the pasta. It's about the emotions. You don't get, you don't get that, I don't. that reference. What was that reference? Uh, so on Vanderpump Rules, someone they were trying having a fight on camera, right? And so it's on camera, so oh, so nobody gets really... this reference. So someone ate Raquel's bowl of pasta at the party. The whole bowl, 
and she didn't even get any pasta. And then they're screaming, and James is like, it's not even about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. And pasta obviously means Coke. So anyway, the Bravo holics and everyone in the Bravo world always says, it's not about the pasta, which means I didn't know it was it's about a reference. The obviously someone uh, used all of Raquel's Coke and she didn't even get any. And anyway, they couldn't say that on camera. Keep going. Nobody gets that reference, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Some people might. I do like I didn't, I didn't know it was about Coke until halfway through the explanation. And I was like, well, that changes everything. Because also, I'm like, who gives a fuck about pasta, man? You have a certain <laughs> amount of pasta. It's not about you're, pasta. <laughs> you're the only one that gets gets angel hair or what? I love angel hair, too. They keep going in the story. They're so serving pasta. They fucking, they're, um, they're on all the TV shows. And, like, I suppose... At when you're young and like you find out you have like two fucking mirror reflections of yourself, when society wants to know about all your similarities, I suppose you kind of like only focus on those and you only hype those up because that's all anybody wants to know about you. And you're like what they would even say, like you're they're basically like falling in love with themselves. And when all the world is like, oh my god, that's so crazy, you live separate lives, but you all smoked the same cigarettes, you all wrestled, you all had, you know, like, their mannerisms, everything is all the same. Like, that's all anybody would ever focus on. But, yeah. later on down the road, like, differences started to arise and whatnot, and then you start looking at it and like, it was almost like each one was placed into a different family, like in a different parental setting, a different familial structure, like financial structure and everything. And you go, well, no way they can know what kind of parent you would be unless, you know, like, say they would have adopted another kid. And they look at it and go, oh, well, each one of their families, all they all had an older sister that was adopted by the same agency at the same time so it's like they all had a like that's a control that's what you in the yeah. scientific world that's called a control yes and you go that's pretty fucking dark man and could you imagine like learning that that you're a lab rat all because a, psychi a psychologist wanted to definitively and the argument about nature versus nurture. Which, and, and you know, at first glance, you would think it's nature all the way. Because look at all these guys. They're away from each other in totally different settings. And they have all these similarities. But then you mm -hmm. really start diving into it and looking at their personalities and how they handle stuff. And you're like, I think it almost more definitively describes how nurture can overcome almost anything it's like your genes tell you which direction you're gonna drift and then it's nurture to that guides your boat right keep telling the story my mom's here so i'm gonna grab jay out the car and bring him in but you keep moving through what they found out next about the study I'll be back for the in two minutes. Two minutes. We have free reign to talk about whatever we want. So, first thing I'm going to do is 
talk about what she wants to talk about. And the next thing in the story is, okay, so where do we leave off is the real question. Uh, nature versus nurture. They found out that they each had the same older sister, and none of the parents knew that the, the child that they adopted was, in fact, a, tri a twin or a triplet. They all thought it was just, they were all just one-offs. And this was follow-ups by the adoption agency. But it wasn't the adoption agency. It was the psychologist. And the psychologists, their papers, all the research, all the studies, they would show up there like weekly or monthly and like film the fucking kids. And it wasn't just these triplets. They first admitted to like six or eight families. But fuck. It's like... When a guy tells you how many girls he's slept with, if he tells you three, it's probably one. You know, it's a similar metric, but inverted, I suppose. Like, if they're going to admit to six, it's probably 12. And none of the notes, none of the research is being released until 2066. Like, that's even longer than the Freedom of Information Act. Wait, maybe it's not. That's probably, I'm really talking out of pocket right there. I feel like it's way longer because, fuck, that's something I need to look up. You guys, somebody else look that up and email it to me so I don't have to. But the families, the, the people, these children that are now adults and they're like, you know, we can all safely assume that we're all like struggling. We're all dealing with our own shit. It's just in our own ways and our, it's our own personal brand and blend of shit. So it's like, imagine adding that unnecessary bullshit on top of it, you know? And to boot, they're being told that 2066, oh, so what you're telling me is I'm for sure never going to answer these questions. Thanks a lot, asshole. You know? Maybe they nothing, none of this research has ever been published, and that was always their excuse before. It's like, oh, we can't tell you about that because we gotta wait till it gets published. Well, that psychologist is dead, and you know, why is nothing published yet? One theory is that they're waiting basically for all the test subjects to die, and then they're gonna publish the results. And it's like, it sounds fucking super selfish. Like, why not give them that resolution? I mean, what the fuck, dude? Multiple people. A lot of them, their parents had mental health issues, which you get to see how hereditary a lot of that stuff is, which some people think it's that was part of a driving force is the mental health issue for their study. I'm kind of partial to thinking that they didn't quite understand how much shit was going on, like how many issues people had. That was still the bucked up generation. No, you're you're fine. So I I think it's it, there's a strong stand of reason that they didn't realize that these people had these issues. And how it passes down to the kids, even if you're not around. Like, it's truly hereditary. And they also showed how the three different boys, 
each familial structure was very different. One was a very well-to-do family, rich, very compassionate dad. The other one Good was... Good details. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. It the, was like they put one in a poor family and one in a rich family. And one was like very lax. One was very militant. And the militant poor dad, his twin, his triplet, killed himself. The middle yes. of the road one is like looked very... looked very weak, frail, like looked in bad health, thinning hair. And then the mm. rich, lax dad, dude was fat, thick hair, like. Trump. Yeah. Well, Trump doesn't have That's thick what... hair. Yeah, Trump doesn't have thick hair. No, I, but I mean, you know, like a little bit pudgy. You can't believe they're in such good health. You he didn't have. There's some just, privilege there. Yeah, there was some privilege there, but and the dad was like, you know, cool. But, you know, as like a parent, you're like, fuck, man, okay. I look at that, and you gotta base, you gotta, you gotta incorporate that new data into your metric now, you know? Yeah. And now I'm going, fuck, am I too strict? But, I don't know, man, like, there's a certain way to act. Wild, huh? Yeah. It's crazy. Felt really... Jeez. These feel terrible for all those kids. Because at first, I think... Well, hang on. Stop. So then they found out that there's more people in the study. Yeah, we talked about that. We use the... We use the inversion as, like, um, if a guy says he has, he's had sex with three kids, or three kids, three women, it's probably more like one. So that's, like, the inverted. If they admit to six to eight kids or sets of twins, it's probably more like 12, at least, to six. You know, I will say from the perspective of going to university and studying psychology academically, there's only one twin study, I think, one or maybe two, but there's one that's always referred to where all of the data comes from, and it's kind of, it's hard, right, because this is so immoral. Someone killed themselves. Um, you know, like, it's what they did to these people because they're real people is but, horrific. But we don't have any twin research, so you can understand sort of why a researcher would be like, particularly in those days when you could just do whatever you wanted. Like, there wasn't so many rules. You do see the need for data like this. The difficulty is how do we get it? And that's with anything, right? A lot of modern medicine we have to thank the Nazis for during the Holocaust. Like, it's like yeah. how we get research is not always great. Well, and also, like, wartime stimulates economy. Shit like yes. that. You know? Like, it's that... I think I honestly feel like that is a fundamental dilemma in any sort of greater thinking. When you're thinking for the greater good, I think that's a fundamental dilemma. Shit like that. And my main issue is okay, so that information won't be released officially until 2066 
basically yeah. ensuring all of the test subjects will be dead when it is released. And to me, that's that's the only thing it's emphasizing. So, if it's that important, but if it's that important, they do not know what it is. Why not at least make them not have to worry about where their next, like how they're gonna pay this bill comes from? You know, like they ain't gotta be crazy compensated, but like they should be compensated. Buy a big, like go fucking hey. We got a big old spread of land here for you. You can build a house however you want. Kind of here, like, just yeah. do whatever you want. And then you can just go live there. You go over to this, like, you know what I mean? Like, alleviate Absolutely. that level of stress, which is inherent in anybody. Just alleviate that from them. Like, hey, we can't answer these questions that you honestly have a right to know. But what we can do is... Make it to where you never have to worry about stupid shit anymore. But. They should compensate them without question. And if they did, I. Because, man, like you were saying with the Nazis and the Holocaust, like. There's been so much. A lot of that was twin studies. Well, because a lot of the Nazis went to South America. controls. You notice after World War II, a lot of the Nazis went to South America, and there are certain fucking communities in South America where it is white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed fucking twins. And they fucking damn Yeah! Like, what the fuck, dude? And the FBI released official documents stating how they took Hitler to Argentina and shit. And... Like, are we still like? What do the what are we teaching kids in American or in world history? Oh, I mean, and like, in absolute oh, what we teach children in terms of world history, but um, yeah, yeah, an absolute joke. Why though? Like, wouldn't it be a whole lot cooler of an experience if we were like straight forth with everything and like we taught the next generation like legit history of how everything happened because like you look at like Attila the Hun Attila the Hun like there is zero evidence documenting him as being a savage. The Vandals, like, this group of people, now we, when we think of vandalism, like, the, the Vandals, like, there's no documented proof that they were Vandals in any way. If anything, in a world of savages, the Romans were the worst of all because they're the, the victors write history. So, they were the ones saying, oh, these, but, Historically speaking, the Huns were more humane than the Romans were. Yeah. And, well, and, and, the, and history is always written in the perspective of the victor. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and even, but you know what, Mitch, it's never going to happen because even today, which is like part of what's so wrong with the way that the history is told is that it's written from the perspective of why Anglo-Saxon yeah. Men, right, and, yeah. and it's and it's written from the perspective of the victor, but it's 
It's not even historical. If you look at the way that Palestine is represented versus the Ukraine, where if you see on the news, you see Ukrainians speaking Molotov cocktails and it is, they're called um, brave, they're called um, patriotic, all of these nice words. And I 100% agree with them. You best believe that Jay and I would be on the first boat out, but I would be hoping that Ty would be banking Molotov cocktails. No, but I'm, I mean, I agree. It, you do what you have to do, and I can't believe the people who are giving it all up just to fight for their country, and they are brave. But so are the Palestinians who, and they're called terrorists, they're called thugs, they're called all kinds of things. So there's just never an accurate representation ever of war. No. And most of history is made up of battle tales. Yeah. It's... Yeah, that Ukraine Russia shit. It's well, it's super scary. It's really scary and I think we're gonna leave it alone because it's everywhere and Are you afraid of you're afraid of Putin? And I'm afraid of Putin. Um, well dude, like It's too big of a platform, guys. It is too big of a platform for us to mess up. If I were to step into the squared circle with Putin. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not a hundred percent like confident that I'm walking out with my hand in the air. Like I know this there's gonna be some shit that's gonna go down. Like I realize he's an old man, but he's a big old man, he's a black belt, and he's fucking Putin, okay? Like I yeah, have all the macho is... and bravado in the world as any other guy, but like you know, let's be real. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it is fucking. Well, okay. So, what did Putin say in those talks that there was like four hundred mercenaries that he just sent out, or was it two hundred mercenaries that he just sent out to go kill the president of Ukraine? And the president of Ukraine's like, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. Like, he's out there fucking, like, his, his persona is, like, I'm on the front lines, I'm in the trenches, like, let's fucking do this, and Putin's like, well, I got 200 guys that are coming for you. Like, this is how, this is the start of a John Wick movie right now. Who's John, I don't know what a John Wick movie is. Well, John Wick is a crazy assassin. It's Keanu Reeves, okay? So, Neo, or Point oh, Break, Point Break, whoa. He's Ted. Or, I'm pretty sure he's not Bill. Somebody out there right now is really pissing me. Don't judge me. I used to watch it on VHS. This is the story age. Anyway, he just... He just Kills a bunch of people. A bunch of people try to kill him and he just kills a bunch of people. So the president of Ukraine would be John Wick and Putin's 200 mercenaries that he sent to kill him would be all of the mercenaries that went to try and kill John Wick. And he just you know, murders them all. The, a lot of the um, Ukrainian soldiers, when they're being allowed to call home like this, they don't know that they're going to war. They're telling them they're going to training exercises. Really? 
yeah, they they are calling their parents crying, and they're because they and they and they're doing this. The Ukrainians are doing this so that word gets back at home because it's not they're not representing it, of course, correctly in Russia. And all of these soldiers sure. were told yeah, that they Russia. Bombed. Russia has no idea. And, Russia is like, what? What are you talking about? No, none of our. We are not doing I mean, that. We no are totally idea. not killing a lot of people right now. And the people who do know that they're going to invade were told that Ukraine has given up already. You just have to make it to the building. So they think that they're not going to war. They don't think they're going into an active battlefield. I feel sorry for the Russian soldiers too. It's kind of like how a lot of the German soldiers in World War II were just countrymen fighting for their country. Like the people you could like truly hate are the SS anybody in hitler's direct regime like those are the men you could truly hate um my cousin i should we should get him on like some week which, which will never happen but he's he's a former marine and very oh yeah well and he's um very well versed in world war you know the history of war like world I took two classes in college for like one was European history and it chronicled like it was about like the religion basically and the other one was about all the wars in Europe. And it's funny how the two like paralleled each other because. I don't know all too much about World War One if I'm honest. Um, yeah, it's definitely not as publicizes World War Two. Once again, I believe Germany was against the world. <laughs> you think what? Uh, shit, man, I don't remember a whole lot. I think Germany was the protagonist, or the antagonist. Again. They really uh, stay on the What theme, up, Jay? They? Are you looking at me, dog? Are you staring at me? I was wearing this hat You say hi? Can you say hi? What's up, dude? What's up, he bro? He got shy. I know. It's you you realize I'm talking to you. I see you. You're looking at me. You're looking in my eyes. Well, you're looking in the. You're looking into the camp. We're we're eye to eye right now. Hey, Stop. you know what? He is really strange and watching kids who grow up around technology. But he knows a camera. Like, he yeah. can find a camera in the room for a monitor. He looks for the light. He looks directly at it. He's like, Mom, he knows that I'm watching any camera that's around him. It's incredible. It's crazy. Yeah. Kids. Look at him. He's looking for me. Sorry, bro. What up? What up, Jay? Mr. Curls. You kind of have red hair, dog. I'm not going to lie to you. One of my best friends is red hair. Reginald Fritz Gerald. But I'm just saying, you better be funny or you better be tough. Preferably, you better be both. I know, it's a lot of life to lay on a guy. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like you got it. We're letting Beefy do a poo. Oh my god. Come on, Beef, are you okay? My kid was sick this weekend. 
Not terrible yeah. bad, but just like twenty, like little stomach bug going around. Yeah. Right in the beginning, and then he got over it. So I was like, "Well, we're good." So we went to the pool, and I feel like he drank too much pool water, because the next day, yeah. he had the runs like a motherfucker. Oh no! He shit all over the floor and sprayed up onto the wall in the bathroom, and I was like, he's freaking out. I'm so, I'm sorry, and I'm like, bro, like, dude, it is okay, man, like, you, like, do not worry about this, man, it is fine. Poor little darling. As I'm, like, just wiping poop into a pile, and, like, I got a bag and a whole roll of paper towels, and it's fine. And I, and I haven't told him, like, and now you think it was just the pool water? And now I've told the whole world. But I told him in the moment, I was like, bro, it is so okay. You know what? We don't have to tell anyone about this. <laughs> like, dog, like, we, like, this could be our secret, man. Like, we don't have to tell anybody this. And I'll also tell you that this literally happens to literally everybody. And when I say literally, I mean what I say. Everybody, this happens to everyone. If someone tells you that this never happened to them, they're a liar. They're yeah. I shoot my pants on the trip out to Australia. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. It's a bi-yearly thing as you get older. Um, but I told him that, but I feel I'm okay with telling... Uh, honestly, everybody else in the known universe, because the first thing he said to his mom when she went to pick him up was like, "Yeah, I pooped everywhere." I'm like, well, we're just like we're gonna like he's he's pooping solid now. Like it's like there's no more. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't have the runs anymore. I'm like, bro, you need to shut the fuck up for a minute and let dad talk. <laughs> I thought that was our secret. <laughs> Trayson used to say, I was blasting enough like rocket shit. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. It's so funny now, Mitch, I will say, when they start to get, because can you believe, because Trayson was, it was his third birthday, I went to his third birthday. So I've been in his life since he was little. Three? And now yeah, and now he's 11, like preteen. He's 11. A little too cool. Yeah. You know? I remember when he was, I don't remember what he was doing, but I remember having to be like, yo, bro, I know I'm just an outsider, but we don't, we, we don't behave like that. Like, that's, that's not, that's not <laughs> cool behavior. Your Uncle Ty will, will agree with me. Like, <laughs> he most definitely And he kind of looked at me, I'm like, I just... I, I feel like I've had this disciplinarian in me my entire life that has just been, like, waiting to come out. So even when it doesn't even matter, I still can't help it. I still have to be like... Nope, no, hey. you know, mm, We like, don't do that. Big kids don't act like that, bro. <laughs> 
I, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I get... I just get nervous that I'm too hard on him. But... I bet you're not. Think about the way that our grandparents would. Don't be sissy and... You know, like, well, you're not never like that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm very certain... You're be a good parent. I'm but very... like and subscribe to the parenting podcast, guys. Every we do fucking not week, miss dog. a week. Every time. <laughs> I can't help it. You don't get it. I heard once that only good parents constantly question themselves as being a good parent. And I was like, I constantly yeah. question myself. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to fucking run with it. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. Here's your diner. He's going to do it. What she means is she is going to change his diaper. And it's a clock he's fucking fine. diaper. I just thought we were changing because we're going to the doctor. So I thought we better change it in case, but it's completely dry. It's completely dry. This is a big kid, huh? Huh? He should. You should be potty training him right now. He's totally ready. At 11 months. He can't even talk. He doesn't have to talk. Huh? I don't know. I'm just talking shit. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's up, dog? Jason. When I'm, I hope he starts signing that he, he needs a change. Like his signing is doing pretty well, but um, he's can sign. Hey, I need a change. And Dad's like, I don't know. I find it weird that he's like, I've got a poo. Like, <laughs> but um. That is weird. But um, it is really good. I will say that's the biggest thing. Australians don't do it, and Americans do it quite often, but you should teach a baby to sign because they can talk to you so much. Like, right, like he tells me if he wants water, if he wants milk, he tells me when he wants more, um, if he's hungry. So there's pretty basic stuff, but at least I could, he can tell me what he needs. Yeah, that's crazy. We didn't. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't, he I never signed. signed. You know, my kid's first word was. Oh, he had his first word this week. So tell oh, me. Oh, really? Oh, you're gonna love it. My my kid's first word was, dad, dad, dad. Right. Yeah, motherfucker. That's what's up. That doesn't count. A baby's dad, first dad? word is always dad. So if that's the yeah. rules, of course his first word was dad. It's always dad first. Well, yeah, because the mom, the mom, ma, 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 that sound is much harder for them to learn, and dad is easier. Uh, he said, Julia, at Ju- a ceiling fan. Julia? And if you're a, as in, good morning, Julia, it's me, Joe. But I just got to say that getting the look at you yesterday and... Remember that Good Morning Julia skit from your mom's house, that guy? No. And he has a ceiling fan running in the background? Oh, my God. Julia, oh, my God. And he's talking about how much he loves her, and he's like, oh, you just met this girl yesterday, and you you don't even know her. I made these crown moldings. Yeah, I remember that guy. 
You think your kid is quoting your mom's house as his first word? That's what you're telling me right I'll now? I'll tell you why I know that he is, because we call the ceiling fans Julia because of your mom's house, and he loves a ceiling fan, and we say, Julia, 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 every time one turns on, and he loves Julia, and he just thinks that ceiling fans are called Julia. That's so that's serious. our fault. That's his reality. <laughs> He doesn't think that. That is his reality. His ceiling fans are Julia. So, like, when you see a ceiling fan, like, Julia. That's insane. That's cool. Julia. Come here, nice. Easy with the audio feedback here, okay? Brian, drop the iPad. Here he is. You didn't even notice my hat. I didn't want to mention it. What do you mean you didn't want to mention it? What up, dog? I don't like hats. You don't recognize it? It's from Disneyland! Yeah, where's your fucking flower tiara? God, it's all the way down there, and don't make me do that, because I have to go out soon. Uh, oh, well, that's funny. But that was so much fun, hey. Oh my god. We got pissed drunk at the happiest place on earth. You know, it is funny because as a child, you don't realize that everyone is walking around Disneyland fucking tanked. But everyone is walking around Disneyland tanked. And it's one of the only places you can just drink wherever you are as you're walking around the parks. And because it's all inside a park that you... It's, you're not really ever but, leaving the area, but, but it feels like you're walking outside just drinking. But we were only in the bar area of Disneyland. We no, never we went. went to, in, we never went into. Yeah, Disneyland. I know. I know. We never went into the parks, but the parks are the same thing. We just like, like we basically, we were just like flicking the bean. Downtown Disney. We didn't. We, were in the, downtown we, Disney. we did not hit the G spot of Disney. We didn't go the, in. Um, that's where the that, castle is. I feel like the castle is the G spot, and Disney Springs is like the clitoris. We just, we, which is, I mean, that's all you need to pay attention to. Like if you're fine just doing that, but we blacked the fuck out on the clit of Disneyland. Yeah, well. <laughs> we got into a we got into a fight. At the Uber. Remember that? With the Uber driver? No, with each other. Like, we were yelling no, at each other. When we were, it no. was at other people. No, you started yelling at other people, then I started yelling at you for yelling at other people, then you started yelling at me, then I was yelling at you. It started Why was I so with, mad at those people? Well, because we were fucking all blackout drunk. Like, just, who knows, man? Like, there's no... That's the thing. Poor people on a Yeah, exactly. They were probably minding their own business. And we were just walking through Disneyland like maniacs. Yelling, abs- uh, and, you know, honestly, what they probably did was like, Hey, there's there's children around. This is this is the happiest place on earth. Could you please tone it down? Shut your fucking face, cunt. Sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. I didn't like. I was just quoting your mum. 
It's okay. He's allowed to talk like that here. It's Australia. Yeah. It's all right. We say cut all day long. It's fine. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Interesting trip. Interesting trip. Oh, my God. What a... Dude, that was a dumb trip. It was fucking fun. But, like, so weird. Like, you go down there for a singular purpose, and then, like... But you also know in the back of your head, you're like, this is bullshit, though, right? Like, this is bullshit. Like, And then you're like, it is! It is bullshit! And you're like, alright, cool. I'm gonna, like, not keep my valuables around this person. Like, I don't know. Like, he's he's fucking... I realize you're staying, but, like, that doesn't mean I trust this fucking guy. Like, this guy's so a fucking criminal. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, 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 listen, just stop. So, uh, our friend comes back home for the weekend to see her family, and she's in a horrific relationship, and she finally decides, yeah, it's a lot better without him. I'm going to leave him. Where I'm about to move back to Australia, so I go, it's 50 bucks to go to Florida right now. Legit $80 round trip. Legit like $86. No, like with taxes and everything, it was legit like $86 round trip. Parking for my car at the airport was the same amount as, or like it was like 100 bucks to park my car for that amount of time than to fly. So yeah, it was super cheap. It was so cheap. So we decide to go there to help her pack up, and then she's coming back. So we're on the drive to the airport. Mitch is driving. We're already drinking in the back. They are. And this is the plan. This is the plan, okay? (laughs) And so suddenly Mitch mentions something about it, and she just goes, because she's in an abusive relationship, and she just goes, what? And then we had to pretend as though this had never been a plan. We had to pretend as though this was not the plan. We're like, what? She's like, we're just having a fun weekend. And we're like, okay. Oh. And remember, and then we got there and she was like, "Um, just so you know, I haven't told him that Mitch would be here because he was going to be mad about it. Remember? So he picks us up from the airport and it is beyond. Okay. He doesn't talk the entire car ride. Everyone's sitting in silence. I want to kill myself. We, (laughs) um... I and then okay. Okay. So well, um, I just want to interject for a second and say, in my head the whole time, is when I see him like face to face and I can like physically measure him up. I go, okay. So like, if things get out of hand, I'm okay. We're okay. I'm okay. Like yeah, like we've like. I don't care how fucking wiry you are, man. Like, you have no idea the beatings I took as a child. Like, there is, like, you can physically not hurt me enough to stop me. (laughs) Like, like, I will keep coming until you fucking fall to the ground. Like, you just don't have what it takes. It's okay. It's okay. You're gonna lay, you're gonna land, you're gonna... You're going to land some shots. You're going to land a lot of shots, but it's just not going to be enough. (laughs) Stop. Let me talk. Okay. So the first night they have a big fight, a huge fight. Okay. And he starts packing all of his stuff into plastic bags, like legit packing everything. I don't know if you remember this. He's packing everything. And then 
flips halfway through the night and she's like, but you were packing all of your stuff up. And like, cause he's like, I don't, don't want to leave you. What? You know, like in the morning when the fight's over and she's like, yeah, where are you going to go dog? <laughs> where are you going to go? Yeah, exactly. He, he realized in the morning, she's Spain? like, but you packed up all of your stuff. And he's like, I was just organizing, which I still say to this friend to today. Every now and then, we'll send her a gift with, like, trash bags or something and be like, I'm just organized. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, yeah, organizing your stuff into trash bags at 3 a.m. seems real normal. Yeah. Anyway, so we go to Disney. We get drunk. He's just mad, 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 mad. They have another huge fight. And then the next day, like, a huge fight in Disney where... Yeah. This Okay, so then we find her by herself in a bar just taking shots, and we go, well, let's write it. We get, and that's when we went blackout mode, bought flower. Um, I bought you fucking and, girls those stupid-ass tiaras, and I bought this hat all at the same time because we were just like, when we found her, we are just like, all right, so like we're definitely not going to pull her out of this. All we can we do have to is... Join- yeah, all we can do is just, like, grab a hold and be like, all right, like, let's fucking... So then we started taking shots, and then, you know, we were walking by, and I'd mentioned I always wanted to get a hat like this, and we found it. So then we found some shit for you girls to wear, and, like, yeah, like, it was just, like, we rode the storm out together. And then and we left, and we pretended, like... Everything was okay, and I'm like, what the fuck? In the morning, he pretended like nothing happened again. He's like, I wasn't even mad. What are you talking about? And you're like, I'm not even talking to you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not even. I'm like, I quit. I I I disengaged from all that because I'm like, I'm gonna fucking freak out. Like, you're are you fucking kidding me? I I wasn't even that drunk, and or you know what I mean? Like, I I remember everything that happened. I did not. Blackout last you night. You drunk. You, yeah, you were pretty sober and you were like, well, dude. No, it was like, it wasn't that I was like more sober than anyone else, but I'm like, this is, you are obviously lying. This is so fucking yeah. obvious. I'm not going to talk to you. And trying to convince us that nothing had happened. Yeah. You guys must have drunk. Well, like, you screamed at us all in the middle of Disneyland and you were sober. Whenever he would talk like that, I would just, I would just shut up. I would not say anything. I just been, and I, all my my singular hope every time is like, I hope that nobody singles me out and asks me a question because I'm not gonna lie. And I'm like, because like, yeah. I, I, I can't. You start talking, I'm like, hmm, what? Mm-mm. No, man, are you fucking kidding me? Hello, why the fuck? This is why you're supposed to break up with this douchebag. Like, this is why we're supposed to be here. Is there right here? This is an example, but we're not, and, then, and we're gonna pretend like this is not happening. What the and fuck then when are we, we doing? We left that day. We went out for lunch, and we were like, "All right, well, see ya." Well, bye. And then they, about a year later, they did finally break up. What the fuck? He's just a fucking bitch, man. Like he is. To this day, I'm sure, wherever he is. But, like, the world is full of those people. And it's reassuring when you're around that. And you're like, oh, so, like, if you're willing to open your eyes and, like, use the brains that you have, like, it's obvious. You just have to be comfortable with, like, I don't know. 
I feel like some people expose themselves to shit like that because there's some sort of status they have to achieve or like they're afraid to be alone or some weird shit. We are like so close to an hour it's gonna cut off. He also needed her for a visa and she helped him after they had broken out, broken up, continue to get that visa, made scrapbooks after they'd broken up, lied to the government. I mean, lucky we haven't said her name because lied, straight lied to the government that they were still together so he could get his green card, which she did not have to do. He was terrible. I, I would have, we have one minute to resolute all of this. You want to pause it? You want to take a break and keep going? I no, let's stop because I have to go to the doctor and we got to name it and I got to head out in seven minutes. So we're gonna end it here, guys. Thank you, thank, 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 thank you. Hey, what was that guy's name? What was his name? Fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. Fuck I mean, that. I know whoever. If you, this is gonna get popular one day. So like eventually, you're gonna know this and you're gonna hear this and I just want you to know. That the whole time that I was down there and I was around you, I could have smashed your face. We hated you. And I hated you. You eat it from Italy. You're a fucking idiot. I thought he was from Spain. I thought he was a Spaniard. No. He's Italian. Oh. As the Nebraskans would say, well, he's Italian. A, he's a little bitch. Thank he's you for listening. Bit. I love all of you people. <laughs> except for, except, for, except for that Italian bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs>